Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Hello, hello, my God. Uh, how are you all? Welcome in. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. It's that time of year when that the sunlight beams into the blinds, those little a little opening, and just draws this dotted line of uh, of sunshine on your old pal Easy's face. Ah, oh, right in my eye. God, I don't know why I'm so fixated about that. Or with that. Uh, hello. So glad you're here. My gosh. Uh, here we are in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware Beacon of DIY Awesomeness in the Northland. Let's get right to it. It was a weekend for something that we like to call Facebook fight. Facebook fight. You are wrong and I am right. You are a stupid prick. You can suck my big fat dick. This is another Facebook fight. Hmm? Now I was tipped off. There were Facebook fights popping up all over the place. When I was, um, somebody pointed me in the direction of the Harbor Humane Facebook page. Harbor Humane. These folks uh, work tirelessly, uh, taking care of uh, animals, trying to find homes for them. Uh, Hold on a second. Um, and you know, it's just been a quite a relationship, uh, with them and the community for so long. They were the ones who, when, uh, the, uh, box of puppies was found on the side of the road on that, on that horrible rainy night when it was like 33 degrees, the puppies could very well have been, uh, dead a short time later. Good Samaritan tipped off a cop who then, uh, woke everybody from Harbor up and, and, uh, they all rushed over there and they. They uh, saved the puppies, found them new homes. They're supported uh, uh, very much by the community. I mean, uh, in order for them to keep the lights on and keep the uh, 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 vets employed there that work for them, they they depend entirely on the community. So they did something this year that they've done before that in the past, there's very little blowback from it. But because the way the culture is now, 
And these psychopaths have found the kid rocks of the world who say, hey, it's okay to malign these people. Uh, the snowflakes got butt hurt because Harbor put a little ribbon around their uh, uh, logo, which is a paw. It's just, it's a paw. It's a dog's paw. And there was like a little ribbon around it, little frame on their Facebook of uh, multiple colors of the rainbow. And boy, that's it. That's all you got to do. Oh, you've done it now. Oh, oh boy. And uh, there weren't, weren't a ton, but enough assholes that the troops rallied and, uh, and started to uh, attack the assholes. I did uh, get from a confidential source that a number of the assholes who actually wrote, I am no longer helping you support animals that are wayward in the community. And then uh, people who weren't fucking retarded uh, would bash them and then they would delete their comments. You know, the old dirty delete. You ever do the dirty delete? You, you like say something and then you, you like immediately regret it. And it's all fucked up. And then, then you end up doing the dirty delete. Ah, fuck me. I've done it myself. Uh, but then they like, uh, so the, so that was happening. But, but a few of these bigots stuck with it. And they're just, I will no longer. Can you imagine being that tightly wound? That a, a silly little ribbon, which all that says is, hey, um, I love people. Uh, the world needs more love. You know, it's all this various kindness things. And, uh, and people don't like that because the most hated group of people in America today are the gays. They are hated. I know it sounds weird to say the gays, but trying to keep this as lively and hilarious as possible for something that's such a serious uh, question or uh, uh, subject matter. So, <laughs> so I saw that. Uh, in fact, I have a, uh, a letter from a supporter who reached out to my friends at Harbor Humane. Um, this person who will remain nameless wrote in to Harbor Humane these words. I am so sorry to see your wonderful organization supporting pride by the rainbow around the dog paw. I was excited to attend the Brenna fundraiser in July. I'm not sure what that is. As I did last year, but will no longer support Harbor Humane Society. What a shame that 1% of the population has gotten so much attention. I'm not really sure what her problem is. Isn't that strange? Oh, Brenna is a band. Isn't that strange? Just to put the little frame around there? I mean, if it were like a terror organization that was murdering people, 
but what the fuck? Are you serious? Um, and I, I think that these people are just emboldened because of the kid rocks. They've found their voice to be it's because it was accepted, uh, that what kid rock did was a good thing by shooting beer that these people have found their voice and they think now it is acceptable to, uh, openly, uh, do this. And with, with like no ramifications whatsoever. As with other businesses who have supported pride and lost billions, your organization is going to be affected big time also. If you decide to not support pride, I would be happy to give you my money. Holy fuck. How do you become... Such a vile human being. What happened along the way that made you such a disgusting, corrupted soul? Oh, my God. In addition, this dumb twat, uh, when she attended the fundraiser last July, that was a month after... Harbor Humane had put the rainbow around the little paw last year. Okay. So they didn't change anything. She just got more brazen. I don't know. Maybe she didn't see it, but she sure saw it this time. Holy fuck. So then I got to thinking. Let me subtly throw up a little rainbow ribbon underneath the Eric Zane Show podcast uh, logo. Which, by the way, uh, there's a young lady. Wait a minute, I take it back. There is a man uh, named Aaron. Spells it E-I-R-A-E-I-R-A-N-N, I think. Aaron, formerly of Funny Girls. Funny Girls went belly up. Who would probably look at my support of gay people in pride and be like, what the fuck? He hates us. Um, uh, no, I just hate you just because you're a transgender individual doesn't mean you're not an asshole. First and foremost, asshole. First transgender person. Second, uh, in just in case there's any, uh, people that are paying attention to this who might have a problem with me openly openly supporting the gays you're an asshole first and a gay person transgender person second don't mix up the two you'll always be an asshole i might be too in some uh some cases but anyway i'm like okay i gotta i gotta put this fucking i gotta get in on this rainbow action if I can get that much of a fight going from rainbow from, from ribbon on my Facebook page. Well, fuck yes. I'm going to do that shit all fucking day. I live for this shit. Uh, that's not the reason why I'm doing it. I, uh, I did it to kind of like be perfectly honest with you. When people uh, say, Oh, why can't we just love everyone every day? 
I mean, you know, like uh, every single person on the planet, equal rights every day. Why do we have to have a month for these gays? And it's like, you fucking asshole. Eric, as a white uh, dude who has only had sex with chicks, has not been ostracized, vilified, bullied, marginalized, or any other eyesed to a point where I've considered taking my life. Many people who fall into this category have been or are and do. The idea that a little freaking image frame around a picture of a logo can actually help people feel better is the easiest and bare minimum that one can do to help someone. Holy fuck. So that's my response to that. So I put that fucking thing up there. And then for about 14 hours, I watched as my number of people who follow the Eric Zane Show podcast on Facebook started to tick down subtly. Nobody said, hey, fuck you. I'm not following you anymore. But they might as well have. Because I see the uh, number of uh, about 20,000 people that follow me just under. It's like one by one, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. I'm like, oh, yes, it's happening. Fuck yes. Uh, Now, I want to be perfectly clear here. That is a added bonus of supporting these poor people uh, who are maligned and uh, and fighting in a society that hates them right now in America. That, that is an added positive side effect that these fucks would go, I can't follow you now. So that is great news. So I'm watching it. And I go, all right, now it's time to actually point it out. Now this is when the rubber meets the road to announce to the world. Ladies and gentlemen. uh, And I'm I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Aram's looking at likes. 19,115 likes. It's actually, um, I'm looking at follows. Different number. Correct on your number, but I'm looking at followers. It's uh, it was at nineteen thousand four hundred and sixty-five when I started this little experiment. Now it's at nineteen thousand four hundred and sixteen. So I announced, ladies and gentlemen, since I posted my little ribbon, uh, a dozen people have unfollowed, and then I wrote, "It's working." And that opened the floodgates. Oh, my God. Fuck me. It took off like a bat out of hell. And some of these sick fucks, um, because then several more unfollowed me. uh, And then a bunch of strange, because I wrote, hey, 
Uh, since I'm getting rid of all the trash, if you can share this with your friends who don't know me, uh, we might be able to replace those fuck faces um, with normal people who aren't fucking retards. And so then I did that. And then there are the ones who actually like pick a fight, pick the old Facebook fight. And they, um, continuously, they like, write. I can no longer, how can one asshole wrote, you know, this is a good way for you to lose your followers. And I wrote exactly. Of course, that is an added side of a positive side effect of what I am doing. I don't want those people here. How many times, how, how do, how uh, clear do I have to make it? Fuck off. I don't want you here if that's you. What the fuck? Oh my God. The shit that came out of this was just spectacular. You must go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Just to see um, some of these fucking children. It's um, the ones that are emboldened enough to actually say something. Uh, They're easily. There was one asshole who said, this is very childish. And I was like, how so? All I did was I put a ribbon up there and announced that I've lost followers because of it and that it's working. How is that childish? I call that brilliant. You've exposed yourself as a fucking bigot. And you are any one of those people who says easy, this is wrong is a goddamn bigot. There's no if, ands, or buts. If you say anything other than, oh, this is funny or this is cool. You're a goddamn bigot. You are. There's no way around it. Oh my God. How can you not see that? And they can't help themselves. They're like, I, I, I must weigh in. I must drop the hammer. <laughs> oh my God. There's a rainbow around a logo. What am I going to do? I can't take this. I'm a fucking pussy. You assholes. Ha ha ha. You took the bait. You dumb fuck. Tyler says, I haven't scrolled through the comments. How many profile pictures did Eric screenshot and circle embarrassing features? Only a couple. uh, There was this one uh, fat fuck. This fucking ogre looking motherfucking dude. And uh, he he came in with some bigoted response. And I just zoomed right in on his fat, disgusting face. And just wrote, this is you. Oh. Motherfuck. I love that. I love that so much. Chris says you actually took the high ground on a lot of those interactions. Yeah, um, it was pretty easy. You know, there, there, and the thing is, when you actually suggest something that isn't a fuck you, uh, Chris meant to say high road, and you actually try to say something, uh, well, yeah, I see why you're mad or something like that, and then just say, but you got to understand this is where these people come from or something like that. They, they, there's no response. They don't ever go, hmm, or 
They, they don't say anything. They just go away. Holy shit. Uh, I paid attention on my personal page too. I'm so fucking um, uh, high strung about this whole thing that even on my personal page, I did that and people were like, oh, how sweet. In my opinion, this is where my head is right now. If every one of the people, let's say I have 3,000 people on my personal page. If 2,990 like it and 10 don't, in my opinion, I'm like, fuck those 10, which is ridiculous because they just might not be looking at Facebook. I'm so fucking um, uh, on edge about all of this right now. My brother calls me up. He goes, what are you doing? I go, what are you talking about? Actually, I tipped him off that this is going on. And he, he FaceTimes me. He goes, why are you doing that? I go, what do you mean? Why am I doing that? He goes, isn't like a lot of your audience, like, uh, wouldn't they be very conservative? And I go, I maybe more so in the past, but definitely not now. I said, I've tried to work very hard to get those fucking scum sucking pieces of shit, uh, away. What are you doing? I go, well, I don't really care. I don't give a fuck. I'm in a pro I'm in the process <clears throat> of trying to over of turn the audience over. That's a, that's a long process. It takes time. Uh, and he goes, yeah, but isn't that bad for business? I go, dude, I don't have enough skill to avoid uh, uh, reeling in my feelings. So it's so much easier for me. It's much less work to not watch what I say. It's, it's just an easier job to explain how I'm feeling. That is what fuels my show. That's why they're here. Whether they agree or disagree, it doesn't fucking matter. As long as they're not bored. That's all I care about. I don't give a shit if every person listening to this show hates what I say. I don't give a fuck. Just as long as you're not bored and you're here. Um, so that's pretty much my take as well. That's, that's interesting. Like, well, you know, actually for the last year, I've been trying very hard to weed out the fucking white trash. And it's working. It's actually worked. I had a big mass leaving of them. And um, and I think right now is probably the happiest I've ever been with the audience. I am so... The, the audience, they're either not offended. They're either like uh, of the mindset where they they don't support that, but they're not offended. And those are the ones that I love the most. I mean, I love all of you that think like me. Because I think that's the only way that everyone should think. But uh, the ones that do not agree with me, but still like, I fucking love Eric Zane. There's no way I'm not listening to this motherfucker. Those are like my real favorites. Those are the ones who can set aside the, the shit that I say and be like, fuck yeah, I got to listen to this. So thank you. Thank you to you, the conservative fuckers who uh, still listen to me. Like Matt 
over at Oath Keepers Bark and Stone. And uh, fucking Nate Bull. He's an absolute legend. I love him. Chris says, I'm largely indifferent. (laughs) Uh, Corey says, or people could not be so easily offended and not take their political advice from some random podcast. Good point. Drew writes here. Chris from Buffalo says, why do you think I'm here? I love your opinion. I love the opinions that make me think and challenge myself. Nate is in the house. He says, I don't hate everything you say. Only about an 86%, but I still love you. You see, he's fucking just a saint. I love him so much. By the way, Nate, it's a crowded field for the Republican nomination. What are you going to do? You've got Trump, DeSantis, who's just a fucking worm. Uh, you got Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, who's kind of hot. I kind of love Nikki Haley. I think I would vote for Nikki Haley if I was voting Republican because I think she's hot. Uh, and then you got Pence. Which piece of shit are you going to vote for? Corey says it's like those people. It's like those people, their only source of news was the Daily Show. To me, the jokes on the Daily Show are only funny if you already heard about those things from a real news source. That's true. And Donut Dan, who just had an incredibly successful uh, dirty donut race, he says, go Vivek. I don't know what the fuck that means. Nate is a huge pussy. He writes, I have to see how it shakes out, I guess. No, bullshit. You got to drop the hammer now. Don't, don't, don't like, wait to see who's the front runner. Pick one. You fucker. Uh, Donut Dan, he had like 525 people that um, were at the dirty donut race last year. And then this year, he had like 925. Oh, my God. Clearly because you uh, were on the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's what happened there. True, only one of the audience used the code Zane23, but uh, who's counting? You're fucking rolling in dough, and I'm so proud of you. Michigan's number one gravel road ra- gravel race, gravel bike race is in the books. And they had to set it all up uh, the the days leading up to it in these 90-plus degree days. Oh, my God. Dan told me he was doing 12 to 14-hour days every day leading up. Oh, my God. 6,300 uh, donuts thanks to Walmart. Uh, Vivek. What is his name? One of you wrote his name. Vivek Ramaswamy. I need to look up Vivak Ramaswamy. Um, you know, if there was a Republican that actually wasn't a piece of shit, I'd vote. Uh, but we won't get that. 
In fact, I don't even think I'll ever vote Republican again because of the abortion thing and because of, um, well, all the various culture things that drive me crazy. I, I, I can't get behind that, you know? Kyle says, I can't decide between a giant deuce and a turd sandwich. Uh, all right. Corey says, it makes me miss John McCain. Why the fuck can we have someone running for president who's as brilliant as me? Fiscally conservative, yet morally liberal. You can call it the Eric Zane Show podcast party. If I ran for president, would I have to give up my podcast? Is there some law against that? I don't know if, I, if I'd if i have to because it's like mine. Dan says just run as an independent. If I had to put my own spin on it, I would say, yes, I'm fiscally, I'm fiscally conservative, but I'm not a piece of shit. Uh, for me, as you know, the hard and fast stance on abortion that I have, which by the way, Chris Rock uh, had the same bit in his most recent standup. We thought the same thing. I'm not one of these people who say, Chris Rock stole it from me. But I did say it months before that I absolutely support a woman's right to murder a baby. If some chick wants to murder her fucking baby, I'm not getting in the way of that. You go murder. That's your own fucking problem. I don't think it matters now because of the Supreme Court. But that's where I stand on that. Sir Bob of Oliver says, I base my personal opinions off of a combination of Eric Zane, Anthony Cumia, and Iraq. Well, that's bullshit. Iraq does not ever give personal opinions about things politically. Or anything like that. Because I said to him, I go, where do you stand? He goes, I'm not telling you. I go, why not? Because no one cares. I go, bullshit, they don't care. What the fuck is wrong with you? Of course they care. You're a person in the public eye. And Anthony's a fucking psychopath. Holy shit. I'm so much better than both of those. I'm better than Anthony because he's wrong 99% of the time. And Iraq. Because he just doesn't say shit. I uh, was chatting with E-Rock over the weekend. I said, are you into old school stand-up video games? Like nostalgia? Which this is going to be Kenny's uh, ears are going to perk up. Uh, I do like those games. I wouldn't ever do anything more than just walk in, put a quarter in one of them, play it. I wouldn't pound my pud while I'm doing it. Uh, I said, all right, I'm coming to see you. There's a retro video game bar in Jersey City. Come see me. 
Then I wrote, are you old enough to appreciate those games? Or are you a uh, F rhymes with baggy millennial? I have no idea how old you are. Rough guess, 35. He says, asshole, I'm 45. I grew up with Atari 2600, 5200, Commodore 64, Intellivision, uh, 1 and 2, and NES. Love arcades, especially pinball. I wrote, you're 45? I had no idea. Oh my God, pinball is my favorite, seriously. He says, favorite machine is Adam's Family, Terminator, Playboy After Dark, and The Simpsons. Well, you see... That's more in-depth than me. I don't, like, have a favorite pinball game. To me, they're all the same. You just hit the fucking ball. He says, arcades. I love the dusty old places. I still have the stand-up cabinets. I play pole position, outrun, Popeye, anything Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. I wrote Crazy Climber, Robotron, Rampage, Spy Hunter. Zaxxon, Berserk. All right. So at the end of the month, there's a couple of sweet joints out east that'll be frequenting to play those. While my wife sits there and drinks, I'll be playing those video games. Um, all right. So that's kind of what my weekend, a big, a big part of my weekend was about. I even had a pal of mine make some snarky comment on my page about gay people. I ignored it. Then the snarky comment migrated over to Diana's personal page. It's like, all right, now we got to have a discussion. Uh, What did I do? Did I calmly approach? The first thing I uh, wrote was in a text, you better shut the fuck up. That was, those, that was my opening salvo. And then it was on and we went, this is a person I've known for 20 years. So now I'm ready to lose the friendship over this. Uh, and then we went back and forth and fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And then event two hours later, I felt bad about the fuck yous. And I said, I'm pumping the brakes. Uh, I feel bad that I was so aggressive with you, but can you please knock this shit off? Sorry, I screamed at you. And I'm sorry I told you to go fuck yourself. He responded with, I didn't mean any harm. I said, it's okay. He apologized. I apologized. Everything's back in order. That concludes this portion of the show about gays. I do have one other gay thing to talk about very soon. Not today. Show updates. This week, I'm doing live shows up till Thursday. Friday is a not the best of. And on Patreon, I will deliver something for you to listen to while I'm away. Um, because I am headed to Pennsylvania. 
uh, dude by the name of Matt or Matthew. This is the guy who he's adorable. He's him and his better half are fantastic. Amanda, I am marrying them, which I do from time to time. And uh, a year and a half ago, he came to see me in Jersey City when I visited the city uh, then. I like to go there, just park the RV, hang out, go see the city for a couple days, and then drive home. Uh, this was when I was still on decent terms with uh, Kate. Kate showed up. And uh, it was Kate, Matt, Matthew, and Amanda. I keep saying his name as Matt and then Matthew because Matthew, uh, a couple years ago, he did a Facebook post. And it said, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to announce that going forward, I will only be known as Matthew. And I think he was beaten up pretty severely over that. I think I, I might have even have invited him on or called him up and put him on the podcast and said, what? What's going on here? Uh, I wrote out because I actually write down the things that I'm supposed to uh, say in the ceremonies and the ceremonies that I do. And I, uh, I send them to people who are getting married so that they can see there's no surprises, you know? Uh, and usually they, they, they want to know that. And I wrote Matt and I have to change it because it's Matthew. He goes by Matthew now. So I'm practicing right now with you because if I say Matt, He's probably going to go, oh, no, I'm Matthew. Uh, Thursday, after I get done podcasting. At some point, I was going to do this all on Friday and drive the 10 hours to eastern Pennsylvania. That would be get up, butt crack at dawn, drive, and then rehearsal dinner at night. And I had a just a horrible feeling in my gut. I don't I don't do well on those long drives. I get sleepy. It gets trance like. Uh you start getting easy more than six hours of driving and ugh, it's not great. So at first I was like, all right, I'm gonna drive all day Friday. I'm gonna do it all. I'm just gonna uh, ten hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Who who the fuck am I kidding? There is no way I'm doing that shit. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just drive for like five hours. And then park. And then crash at a hotel. Get up uh, Friday, no pressure, you know. Go down to the lobby. Make the fucking waffles. You ever go to the lobby? at that One of the best things in America that they started to do at hotels is, uh, well, if I ever go to a hotel, I usually call ahead. I go, do you, do you have the waffle maker? They're like, what? I go, yeah, you know the deal where it's a machine and you open the valve and you put the little plastic cup full of the batter and then you pour it into the iron and then you close the lid and uh, it you have to flip it over or some shit like that at some point. it's it's uh, you, you close the lid, you lock it, and you, you flip it over. Oh, my God. And this big fucking perfect waffle comes out oh god as you spend like three hours just eating the breakfast you can be in the shittiest hotel in america 
You can be the shittiest hotel in America. If you have the waffle iron, you are, in my opinion, a five-star hotel. I don't care if there's cockroaches in there. If you got the waffle iron, you're, you're good with me. Like, you know, $30 a night, uh, nights in bullshit like that, where there's hookers out in front and guys selling crack. If I see that waffle iron, I'm good to go. I'll call ahead. I am, I'm approaching whatever community, Youngstown, Ohio, or something like that. All right, yeah, it's about the halfway point on this deal. Yeah, you got the waffle iron. You do. How much is it a night? $2? Okay, that sounds good. I'll be right there. Wake up Friday, no pressure. Finish my commute to beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton area. I don't even know exactly where I'm going now. It doesn't matter. I even have my easy pass. You know the fucking thing you put up on the uh, on the windows that you can uh, uh, go through the tolls? Unbelievable. Um, so I'm going to marry these two on Saturday and then come back uh, on Sunday. But I'll, I'll take my... I'm, it's not too bad getting back in one day. Believe it or not, I can pull that off. I can get back in one day. Get back to where you once belong. Because I don't have the pressure of uh, a rehearsal dinner Sunday night. So I, I actually will make the trip all the way back Sunday night. Or may, I don't know. Um, no, I, I at first I was toying with the idea of Saturday night like after the wedding, like eating the dinner, shaking the hands, leaving. But now fuck that. I'm going to eat my ass off Saturday and then uh, hang out with these folks after marrying Matthew and Amanda. Get up Sunday and come back. Uh, Still the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast will go down. Still, who are these Zanes will go down. Everything will remain the same, except for the not the best of show on Friday. This trip over will give me plenty of opportunity to listen to our sweet pals over at Free Beer and Hot Wings. And why would I do that? I'm doing that because I am going to get the most current edition ready of who are these free beers. And then next week, I am going to record another edition of who are these free beers. Okay, so that those are all the updates that everybody should be aware of. If you're watching the show on Facebook, by the way, there could be some new people watching on Facebook who look at your old pal EZ as an ally to gay people everywhere. And I am. I'm an ally to everyone. The only person I'm not an ally to is bigoted buttfuck assholes. I have no patience for that in my life. All right. That's where I am right now. And if you're such a tightly wound piece of shit that that gets you all crazy and crabby and fussy, get the fuck out of here. I don't want you here. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Uh, The show is, of course, uh, this opening monologue, which has run long. As usual. 
Uh, I make it available on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but the whole show is a Twitch show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You can download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, all one word, and there I am. Follow, link up your Amazon Prime account, and subscribe. When you're subscribed, you get this show with no commercials that get dropped in out of nowhere while you're watching. Some of you just listen to the audio podcast. Thank you for that. If everyone listening in whatever way they're listening or watching um, did all these things, it would be absolutely so helpful. So if you like to watch the show, if you went and subscribed to the audio podcast as well on all of the sources or maybe just one, it would be great. And if you like to listen to the show, And don't watch it if you went and subscribed on Twitch. That would help me too. And these things cost you nothing. Uh, Follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter at Eric Zane show. YouTube, Eric Zane show. Email me whenever you want to say something in private on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Those guys stripe parking lots. Uh, Shoreliner Striping Inbox, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I have a Patreon, which is, uh, well, there's more content in one week of Patreon than anyone else. And that means content providers on uh, internet-based shows or radio. You you cannot, there's no one who puts up as much shit as me. Even there's shit that gets posted on there that I forgot that I scheduled it. Okay. Um, every single day, nearly every single day, I post on Patreon. And you can try it out for free. Seven days free. This is something I just added on Patreon, and it has been, oh my God, very, very effective because people might not know what the fuck is going on, or they might not be willing to drop five or ten bucks a month on it. And so... It's so much easier if they can try it for free and then they're like, oh, well, yeah, I, I like this too. It's it's worth my money. That that makes perfect sense. I love that. So I encourage everybody to just try it free. You do need to put a payment form in there. And if it's one second past seven days, you get charged. So plan accordingly. There you go. I've told you everything you need to know. And that's patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. The home for Who Are These Free Beers? Covering America's favorite radio show. Home for Who Are These Zanes? Which is is another clip review show similar to that, but uh, it's all me. Oh, from different eras in my radio career. When I'm very, very young and horrible. Right now, where I am in radio and podcasting, broadcasting, I'm unbelievably awesome. It's the, okay, there's two things I'm great at. This and being humble and hilarious and lovable and sweet and romantic and charming. These are all things about me that you can get behind. Everybody knows it. Uh, There isn't a dude who's listening or a woman who's listening who doesn't have some type of moisture buildup in their pants because of me. All right. 
How the fuck did I get there? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. But for those of you that are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, I'm going to cut you loose. Uh, Brandis writes, ew. I don't know if you know this. If you follow any of you are friends of Brandis on Facebook, I don't know if I'm a friend. I think I'm a friend. Yeah, because that's how I did this, I think. I, I looked at her picture. You know how you see like the little image? I go, oh, there's Brandis. And uh, and I was uh, I saw that she has a lot of uh, uh, ink on her body. I was like, wow, look at all those tattoos. So I clicked on it. And then as soon as I saw her, I went, oh, my God. Brandis is a fake name. This is actress Juliette Lewis. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Juliette Lewis listens to the show. So I got into a discussion with her uh, just this past weekend. I forget what we were talking about. Might have been gays. Look at, she writes, oh, an eye roll. It's so true that it's fascinating. I have never met a person who more closely resembles a famous person in my life. Like, so on a whim, I wrote, hey, has anyone ever told you you look like a famous person? And before I could say Juliette Lewis, she wrote Juliette Lewis. <laughs> so I am not the first person to ever do that. You could, um, you could actually make a Juliette Lewis Facebook page. And people would, would be like, oh my God, I cannot believe Juliette Lewis. I haven't seen her in a movie in a long time. She's all inked up. Uh, Brandis says so many people have said that. Um, I'm guessing you've actually had people who were like, I'm such a huge fan or just assumed. I've had that happen. Uh, there's two famous people that I either look like or looked like. Um, the fuck is that guy's name? Former mayor of Chicago, Rahm Emanuel. I've told this story before. Uh, this is... Uh, this is Rahm Emanuel. Hang on a second. There he is. That's Rahm Emanuel. I think he was uh, in the Obama administration too. I was in Chicago. Yeah, he was Chicago's 55th mayor. He might be running again. I don't know. Uh... I was in Chicago for the Chicago triathlon and uh, I walk into the Starbucks across the street from the hotel and I asked for uh, uh whatever the fuck a grande. I just asked for a black coffee. I go, Hey, black coffee, grande. She goes, okay. And she hands it to me. She goes, no charge, Mr. Mayor. I go, what? And I knew I looked like him, but I didn't know I looked like him that much at the time. 
And then there's, I turn around and there's cell phones. People are looking, they have their cell phones out. They're recording the fucking mayor getting the coffee. I go, I'm not the mayor. And, uh, my name is Eric. I'm right. I'm doing the triathlon. Phones go down. Like, oh, fuck you. I pay for my drink. Uh, Corey says, this is when you start dropping an N-bomb so it can show up on TV that the mayor of Chicago was racist. (laughs) God, I wish I thought that far ahead. I wouldn't have had the balls to do that, though, because it would have gone viral. I look that much like him. And then it would have come out that it was actually me. Uh... Aram says Juliette Lewis was in a roller derby movie recently. That cannot be true. Because Brandis is one of those roller derby babes. The the, uh, roller derby babes always have fantastic names. Like their stage names are always like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I didn't want to try to make one up, but they're very creative. Brandis says it was uh, the film Whip It, but it's not a recent movie. It's an older movie. What is your name? Is it like Meat Grinder or something or Ball Breaker? Or, you know? There's always some type of hilarious name that these women use when they do roller derby, when they play roller derby, which I still know so little about. I don't know if it's actual competition or if you're actually bashing chicks in the face, like legit. You know, is that a question? That's got to be it. These are the two questions you hear. Are you Juliette Lewis? And is roller derby real? I have more than one audience member who does roller derby, plays roller derby. Tanel from the uh, uh, Grand Rapids Pitbull Alliance is also a roller derby babe. Very aggressive women you are. Uh, Brandis says, my derby name used to be Malicious B, but now I got... By but now I got by my last go by my last name because it is a real sport. Well, wait a minute. Are you suggesting that if the name Malicious B wasn't used or was used that they would go, wait a minute. When that chick bashed her head on the ground, that wasn't real. No. I liked I liked it when you would I would like it if you did use those nicknames. Yeah, I can't that that seems uh devastatingly dangerous rolling around on that track with uh, 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 people smashing into you. You have to have a tremendous amount of skill to stay on your feet on wheels with people trying to hurt you. I'm not even sure of the object. Uh, Corey says, is it a race? What's the point of it? I think there's, okay, this is my very pedestrian thought as to how this works like let's say there's a te- one team and one of the members of that team they have to get like so many laps first and so the other members of the team like uh pave the road 
and and smash everybody to get the fuck out of the way to get the one chick to the finish line, however many laps. Is that right? Does that make sense? And meanwhile, the other team, not only are they trying to do the same thing, but they're trying to bash your bitch. And so if there's a bitch, a bitch bashing, that means you're fucked. Brandis says there's a jammer who gets points by going by blocker's hips. Each blocker's hips is a point. As a blocker, we hit them so they cannot pass our hips. Sounds great. I cannot believe this isn't the type of thing that is uh, like 50,000 people there. You know, because, you know, every so often you see about some stupid league where they like the the chicks dress up and they like bat like uh, uh there's the um a uh, women football league and everybody all the guys are there with boners and they actually play football I mean this is like that this shouldn't be at like the local VFW like it is it should be like at uh the fucking big arena in town with like 30,000 people watching I would love that How come that doesn't happen you got women beating each other up. She says, we don't get the support or attention deserved. We work hard and put ourselves at risk. Full contact sport on wheels. Absolutely. This is more dangerous than hockey. Aram brings up roller derby and wrestle ball. You, I have not yet introduced you to wrestle ball. That is basketball and wrestling. Well, these fucking psychopaths beat the shit out of each other while trying to score a hoop. And there's suplexes and like, I mean, like real shit. It's not like pro wrestling. It's like they're bashing each other's. They should have boxing and swimming. There's really, we could do a whole under the umbrella of Eric Zane Show Productions combining sports, swim boxing. I would love that. Or maybe uh, swimming, boxing, and like Westminster Westminster dog show. So you're all in the pool swimming, and the dogs are in there, but they can only be like aggressive Dobermans and pit bulls. And then you got boxing gloves on, and you beat the sh- try to beat the shit out of the dogs because dogs are going to fucking bite your cock. Oh, my God. We can do a whole fucking year's worth of shows on combining sports. That would be awesome. Okay. I don't even know. Have I kicked everybody out yet? I don't even think I did. I was trying to kick everybody out a while ago. Okay. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. It's time for you to leave. I cannot believe I gave you a full hour of this show. Fuck that. Go to Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And of course, uh, you can follow me on YouTube as well. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. 
You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy video lock is the top of the heap. Okay, you can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock brandis says i'm happy because more people just heard about derby thank you my pleasure i've been meaning to go to the, uh, their, what are they called in Grand Rapids? The Grand Rapid Raggedy Ann Girls or something like that. Hold on. Grand Raggedy. Yeah, that's it. Grand Raggedy Roller Derby. We are back on track. There they are. And they're like all like moms. They're like moms and uh, they got like five kids. I think it's uh, I think it's mandatory that you have to have children, you know? I mean, some of these women, they actually participate while they're like eight and a half months pregnant. Uh, every year, a baby actually flies out out of one of the contestants. I mean, they'll be skating around and then uh, one of the women will, will punch her, will actually punch the baby. And then the baby flies out right there. Now, you got to keep going around the track so the mom has the baby. And the baby's being dragged As she tries to win the big deal, you know, win the thing. And uh, it's it's hanging on to the mom by the umbilical cord. And the kid is fucking pissed. All right. So at this point, the baby is flown out. Uh, last year, there was a lady who did it. There's always one every year. And she actually had twins. And uh, so one baby flew out of her. And these are all like strong women. These are the type of women who like, you don't fuck with them. Because they'll just beat the fuck out of you. Okay. As Tyler writes, 
They swing the baby around by the umbilical cord like a mace and use it as a weapon. Yeah, that happened last year. That's what I was getting to. Uh, Some lady with the uh, Grand Raggedy girls, she had the one baby and the kids bouncing behind her and people like, get that fucking baby out of here. She's like, fuck you. And then she went, and it went, and then another one flew out of her. So now you got two babies. Now this made at the time conditions treacherous. And there was a, a glaze, uh, all on the track. Uh, a few people barfed that were in the stands and, uh, the, the barf actually was projectile. Like, um, the kid on stand by me who ate the, uh, pie with the castor oil. So there's now there's barf and baby gloss on the course. And this chick's going around with two babies behind her. And then just like Tyler said, uh, she picked up both babies and like a scene from fucking Mad Max, she's swinging the babies and she's boom. And she's striking other members of the roller derby, to, uh, the, the opposition. And she won. They, they won the thing. It was fantastic. Every year it happens. Brandon says, this is so dumb. Well, look, I didn't make up the rules. All I know is that in that chick that you see right here with the blue lipstick, that's her. That picture was taken right when a baby flew out of her. Uh, see, here's a teaser for the ladies. Let's see what happens here in this thing. Audio. Oh, look at these three. Oh, my God. Look at the looks on their faces. Fuck that shit. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I need to see it again. Flat track, flat tits. No, that's not true. I want to be the PA announcer for this shit. I want to help. Uh, here's some of the scores. Look, look at this score. 231 to 80. Grand Rapids. What is GR? I'm confused. Oh, Grand Raggedy Roller Derby. They beat the Kalamazoo Kill Stars. Grand Raggedy Roller Derby attack against the Kalamazoo Killa Crew. Uh, the ladies did that at not far from my house, one mile away. Well, I got it. Fuck. Where's the schedule? Is the schedule over? Where is the next one? Okay. Uh, next home game, Saturday, June 17th, 2023, 4.30 to 7.30 at Griff's Georgetown Ice Arena. Uh, 1.3 miles from EZ's house. Fuck yes. Oh my God. I need to be there for this. 
Uh, June 3rd, they're taking on the Central Michigan Lesbians. This is awesome. I cannot wait. I want to volunteer my services. I want to be a PA announcer for them. Uh, sounds like something Stu would go to. Maybe he could find a job and a woman. I want every audience member to, I want you to do this. Go to grandraggedy.com. That's grand, R-A-G-G-I-D-Y.com. Grandraggedy.com. And buy a damn ticket. Oh my God. Look at all these women. Hold on. I fucked it up. Damn it. Okay. Um, Bet Mangler. She looks like she was a swimmer. Very powerful shoulders. Lindsay Blohan. She's hot. A double clutch. Not sure what they what they mean by that. Look at her. Punky Bruiser. Uh, Marzi Payne. She didn't fuck around. This is Slay Slay Her Taylor. Look at all the ink. Fantastic. Buffy the Jampire Skater. She looks like she's rather nim- nimble. Would, would she be a jammer? Is that right? Oh, my God. A Valkyrie. Holy shit. She got the face paint. Shouldn't some of these people have, like, uh, pronouns? Aren't you supposed to do that these days? Uh, this one's name is Glazen. You know what she's into. This is Asteroid. Oh, uh uh-oh. Hexadecimate. She is not fucking around. This is Astro Meow. Um, (laughs) Florida man says, some of them are actually somewhat attractive. What the fuck? This has nothing to do with attractiveness. In my opinion, they're all attractive. I would love if... Um, I was like nude and it was one of those video videos where like all the women are like clothed and I'm, I'm nude and they like chase me around and like beat me. I would love that. This is uh Lynn sanity. Number two, no picture scootaloo. How about that? And then uh, a Kraken Apocalypta. Don't let the smile fool you. Arcadia Major. I think I've seen her before. I think I've seen her at the Griffs games. This chick's a school teacher. Mazaka. A uh, 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 Raspberry Rage. Get it? Edith Puncher. Look at all these chicks. Killy Munster. Eleanor Reckby, it's a Beatles reference. Scary Magdalene, Shaggy, Dump Truck. This chick calls herself Dump Truck. Oh, Dr. Gene Splicer. Okay. I think that might be a transgender reference there. Uh, Because of all the chicks, this one, I think this has the most dude-like tendencies. Van Whalen, 
Look at all these people. Oh my God, how many people are on this fucking team? I don't think my pal Tanel is on the team. Knight of Slamalot, Revolts, Unbreakable Lamine, Booty Fett. Get it? Like Boba Fett. And look at, she's got like, uh, is that an egg that's cracked or a peach or something? That's crazy. On a, It's like all sloppy on the jersey. Uh, Psycho Vision. It looks like my old uh, operation. It looks like Lori Bennett. But about 45 years younger. Spinelli. Kick your ass. Sassa Thrash. Lucy Morals. Oh, boy. You know what that means. Uh, Vanasty. Misty Meaner. God, I cannot. I, it's like there's so much here. Mattitude Adjustment. Freddy Cruiser and Bully Frog. Oh, my God. Look at all these women. Or he, she, man, they, them. I don't know. But I love it. I'm going. Uh, put it down on your calendars right now. June 17th, we are going to Georgetown Ice Arena uh, in Hudsonville, Michigan to see these legends perform. I've been meaning to do this for absolute years. And I'm doing it this this coming. Uh, that's the day before Father's Day. Fuck me. Aram says, do they have men's roller derby? I don't know. I don't want to see the fucking men. What kind of question is that? Uh, Brandis says, yes, my husband used to play, actually. Oh, they do. Yeah, but women's game is where is that where it's at. Come on now. I love I would love to see this. I'm really looking forward to it. And you all should come with me. So I'll like promote it and then we'll all buy tickets and go. I don't want to make it weird by like calling and saying, hey, can I get free? I, w- I want to actually buy them. I want to I, I I will take my money. Take my money. This needs to happen. Uh, Corey says it's like men's field hockey. What's the point? I don't know. I think it'd be it'd be all right. I I just like the uh, the fucking attitude. You know, sounds cool to me. Okay, um, I must get to some of these amazing sponsors because I've been um, just raging for an hour and fifteen minutes and I haven't done anything. Uh, just checking on the dogs there. All of this so far is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. This is where you need to get your vehicles repaired. Lady, veteran, family-owned. All of those things at once. Uh, Take your cars to Irvine's, and that's E-R-Vines. E-R-Vines.com. For more information, uh, displayed prominently on their page, all of their Google reviews. If you ever notice that the Google reviews vanish, you're like, hey, what happened to the Google? What are you trying to hide? Uh, but that'll never happen. They work tirelessly to make sure that their customers are happy uh, with what they are actually having done to their vehicles. 616-532-6600. They have never, ever uh, steered me wrong. 
they keep the embellisher on the road. My uh, now 20-year-old Chevy Silverado pickup, my dad's, who he saw recently, goes, hey, where'd you get this? That was your truck, Dad. Huh? Yeah, I. you remember when I, you, do you remember owning this truck? I think so. I go, yep, you sold me this truck, Dad. I did? Yes. And then he says, hey, whose truck is this? That's mine, Dad. It's like Inception, not not Inception. What was that other Christopher Nolan movie? I think it was his first one. With Because uh, all of his movies are about, about like time and shit. And I think this was a Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, not Inception. Everything's backwards. It's completely fucked up. Guy Pierce is in it. It's, it starts with, uh, the first scene is the ending. The guy, but he, uh, he can't remember anything, so he writes tattoos. Uh, he gets tattoos on his body to remind him. It's really fucked up. It's good, though, but I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, in a moment, or um, my moments, make my moment. That's what it is. It's something about a moment. Or token. No, wait a minute. Totem. That's it. Totem. Because the guy spins the top, and then it spins, and then you he uses what's called a totem. Or am I combining movies? Wait a minute. Why, why do I keep seeing fucking DiCaprio? I don't remember DiCaprio in this first film. Hold on. Oh, my God. I guess I'm really fucking this up. You just described Inception. The totem is from Inception. Well, what's the other fucking movie then? Memento. Memento, that's it. Holy shit, that was fucking stupid. That was as confusing as one of those movies by that asshole. Christopher Nolan, what a fucking dick. It's like he wakes up and says, I am going to make a movie that is going to fuck with everybody's head. Did he make Interstellar too? Yeah, of course. Every movie that I love that I have no idea what the fuck is going on, he made. The only one that I figured out was Dunkirk. That was great. Harry Styles has a role in it. He's a really good actor, Harry Styles. Very talented dude. Um... The one I hated the most was Tenet. Oh, oh. This was an absolute mind melt. It's like you got to, dude, you got to rein it in a little bit. 
All right. You fucked with that. You fucked with everybody in every one of these movies. It's like you're not even doing it to be entertaining. You're just doing it to melt everybody's mind. If you go to the theater to see a Christopher Nolan movie, have someone drive you, but they can't actually see the film. They have to wait outside and drive you home. You're more dangerous on the road after a Christopher Nolan movie driving your car than if you were fucking drunk and high on heroin. That's how fucked up his movies are. Because you're driving home, you're like, what the fuck just happened? What was that? I loved that movie that I didn't know one fucking thing was going on there. I'm just not, my brain doesn't, the, uh, the wires don't connect in that way. Oh, God. It's like, I get done seeing a Christopher Nolan movie. I say, what the fuck just happened? And then I go to Wikipedia and read every word of the entry trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. And then I'm like, huh? Tenet was just a, oh. I hated that. I hated it. If I saw that it was on, I'd watch it. I love it and I hate it. Um, Interstellar uh, was actually an emotional roller coaster for me. I loved that movie. You combine celestial excitement with one of the greatest filmmakers of any generation to make this uh, wickedly brilliant film. One of you just said that there's a new film out called Oppenheimer that he's getting ready to drop. Now, the only thing I know about the name Oppenheimer doesn't, isn't that uh, something to do with like the atomic bomb? That's how I know that name. And that's exactly what this is. Wait, hold on a second here. Oppenheimer trailer. The story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb. Wow! And it's released on July 21. Did I see uh, Brad Pitt? Uh, Hold on. Because he's one of my heartthrobs. Oppenheimer trailer. Okay, this is going to take a little time. It's like a three-minute and seven-second trailer. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to watch this on your own. This is very self-indulgent. I don't care. Um, Audio check, video check. Here we go. Why can't I hear anything? There it is. I hear a Geiger counter. This is a national emergency. Detonator charged. Oh, I'm already fucked up. We're in a race against the Nazis. I remember that guy's face from other movies of his. And I know what it means. He was in one of the Batman movies. If the Nazis have a bomb. They have a 12-month head start. 18. How could you possibly know? 
Okay, that's Damon, not Brad Pitt. Oh, that. Okay, I'm gonna back it up and not talk anymore. I have a 12-month head start. 18. How could you possibly know that? We've got one hope. All America's industrial might and scientific innovation connected here. Secret laboratory. Keep everyone there until it's done. Let's go recruit some scientists. Build a town, build it fast. We don't let scientists bring their families. We'll never get the best. Why would we go to the middle of nowhere for who knows how long? Why? Why? How about because this is the most important thing that ever happened in the history of the world? You're the great improviser, but this... you can't do in your head. Are we saying there's a chance that when we push that button, we destroy the world? Chances are near zero. Near zero. What do you want from theory alone? Zero would be nice. <laughs> This is a matter of life and death. But I can perform this miracle. World War II would be over. Our boys would come home. That's happening, isn't it? The world will remember this day. Our work here will ensure a peace mankind has never seen. Until somebody builds a bigger one. You are the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves. And the world is not prepared. to know what's next. Two. What's next? One. IMAX. Okay, so how Robert Oppenheimer did it and how it obviously fucked him up. Uh, uh, that is, uh, that, that looks terrific. Yeah, that dude played Scarecrow in the Dark Knight movies. Uh, Kyla writes, this film has 11 miles of film stock that weighs over 600 pounds. That's an interesting factoid. Thank you. Uh, they showed Albert Einstein in there too. I saw that. Because the bomb was based on his theory. This looks great. Uh, Christopher Nolan could make a film about me taking a shit and it would be great. I can't figure out of all the filmmakers of our time, which one I like the most. Scorsese, Nolan, uh, what's the guy, 
Uh, fucking the guy we saw at the airport. Uh, Kill Bill. God damn it. Tarantino. I, I spent a lot of time this past weekend watching clips from uh, uh, fucking, what the fuck? I'm having a terrible time today. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, one of my favorite movies. God, is that great. And it, it, a lot of people gave him shit about that. I was like, no, it's the dialogue that makes the movies. It's the, it's the dialogue between characters, asshole. I want more killing. You fucking idiot. There's a scene in that that I really like that I want to show you. Um, what was DiCaprio's character again? DiCaprio uh, once. What's his name? Not Cliff Booth. Rick Dalton. Okay. Rick Dalton yells at hippies. In this scene, DiCaprio is 1970s. Uh, or 60s, DiCaprio is making a margarita and he hates hippies. His character is Rick Dalton. And he looks out the window and there's a fucking beat up junker on the end of his street with a cot with a motor running. These are the people that are going to, uh, in, in, well, this is a fictitious work of the Manson killings. And, uh, the three people that are the Manson, dis, uh, disciples in the car are in front of Rick Dalton's house, which is next door to Sharon Tate and um, Roman Polanski's house. It's Tate and Polanski. And they're, he lives next door to him. And he looks out the fucking window and he, he hates hippies. Look at his fucking hippies here. And he goes out there to yell at them. And it's just fucking classic, especially what he refers to the redhead as. It's time for me to get set up. Um, you will notice that the drive, you, you may notice the driver of the clunker car. You may be like, who is that? It's Austin Butler who played uh, Elvis. Uh, that's the dude. Let's check this out. He's making a margarita. There we go. Fucking private road and property taxes up the foot. God damn. Bunch of goddamn fucking hippies. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, you! Yeah, asshole! I'm talking to you! What the hell do you think you're doing bringing that noisy hunk of shit around here at midnight? This is a private road, all right? Who are you? And who are you here to see, huh? Nobody, sir. We just got lost and a little turned around. Oh, horse shit. You fucking hippies came up here to smoke dope on a dark road, huh? Next time you want to try that, fix your fucking muffler. Look, we're really sorry we disturbed you. Look, chief, you don't belong here. Now take this mechanical asshole and get it off my fucking street! Hey! Dennis Hopper! Move this fucking piece of shit! Alright, we'll just 
Give me a moment to turn it around. Well, drive it backwards, dumb nuts, but fucking drive it and drive it now. Okay, okay, stop yelling. Hold your horses. We're leaving. The hell are you looking at, you little ginger-haired fucker? Hey, come around here again. I'm gonna call the fucking cops. What the hell are you looking at, you little ginger-haired fucker? Oh, God. Fucking love that. Oh, Jesus, that's fantastic. And then the ending. You must see the ending. If you have not yet seen this fucking movie, watch it. It's great. It's a fucking uh, masterpiece, you asshole. My God. All right. Where was I? I uh, seriously, I am so off the reservation today. My ADD, ADHD is buzzing so bad. I haven't even talked about anything that I wanted to talk about. Playing movie trailers for you. I'm uh, talking about the uh, roller derby fucking phenomena that I can't wait to see that. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Uh, thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. That is Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Get your AC tuned up. Boy, I tell you what, ours went to work this past week. Thank God we got it tuned up. It's just $79. Uh, you should see Joe Martinez and his crew twice a year, once for your furnace, once for your AC, 79 bucks. Get that done. Get the AC tuned up. 616-516-8579. Also, an after-hours service call can be yours, uh, but you, you know, you're know you going to end up uh, uh, getting bent over the pinata on that one. If things go south because you didn't get a tune-up and your wife's screaming at you, uh, get a hold of A&E Heating and Cooling. Or just uh, do like Tyler, who I think is about to get a brand-new AC unit installed. Good for you. 616-516-8579. Keep that lovely lady of yours from, uh, uh, like, hey, it's too hot, Tyler. This sucks. You don't want to be on the receiving end of that shit. All right, my gang of dogs is really sleeping away here, but I got to pee. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right. Be just a minute. Thank you for your patience. It took forever. Darla went pee-pee and poo-poo. Okay, how does... Did she drool on my keyboard? Okay, where was I? I do want to point out that uh, also the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505... Anywhere in the U.S., you need a home mortgage, these are the guys you call. 231-332-6505. Thank you to Mario for his longtime support. Uh, as longtime support, in addition from the Kent County Health Department for allowing me to talk about their initiatives to help with public health. Uh, specifically, immunizations for the little ones. If you or someone you know or love... Uh, has kids that uh, are not up to date on all their immunizations. You can get ta this taken care of quite easily through the Kent County Health Department. Uh, 
Uh, reach out to them, 616-632-7200. Uh, for little or no cost, that's important. Their website, accesskent.com slash, uh, slash health. Sounded like I had a stroke there. Uh, we were at Berlin Raceway over the weekend. What a good group. Uh, you had... Let's see. Jason Bennett was there. Not no relation to Bennett flooring installation and his son, which is Jalen or JMO or Ja rule or something. It begins with a J. Uh, that was awesome. Eric Zane and Stu. Stu came over, uh, banged on the door right when I was texting him. Hey, when you get here, don't bang on the door. He bangs on the door. I go. Yeah, dude. Now the dogs are assaulting you. The dogs assault him. I made him sit down with the NFK for 15 minutes and watch the Tigers while I voice tracked Big 101.3. And then Stu and I took off. We had a ball. Uh, two, uh, Stu ran into, uh, uh, he saw for the first time our very own Kyler. Let's go! Who at the last minute said, yeah, I invited him and he says, I can't. I'm not going. It's my wedding anniversary. I said, no problem. And then his lovely better half, Tracy, said, well, that's a great anniversary gift. Let's go to the races, fucko. Uh, yeah, I can get you tickets. So I, uh, I got, and by the way, Kyler was 1 million percent on his best behavior. Uh, he did not, uh, this is faith and family night. In fact, the event started by like the local choir. We're, they were singing hymns. And we got, walked in there right when they're get, getting ready to sing the hymns. And everybody is seated. So we thought we had to stand. So we're the and we're right in front. We I look behind me halfway through the hymn and everyone's seated. I was like, oh, fuck. So it's Stu, myself, uh, Kyler, and Tracy. And then they went into the anthem. We were standing there for like 10 minutes. Fuck me. Um, all right. So we sit down. Kyler commences to drinking about 50 beers. Uh, but other than that, he was on his great, he was on great behavior. Uh, Sarah was not Sarah Rook, Ruk Roosh. Uh, she shows up, sits right next to me. And within minutes, she announced loudly. Can you imagine being a little kid there? And hearing a female voice say, my God, my tits are sweating. She did that. Oh my God, I got some real tits sweat. The fuck? I was like, but you just did that just because I'm here. Oh. I don't think I've ever heard a lady say, man, I got some sweaty titties until this happened. Hang on. Where are you? She's right there. So I got, I got, uh, just when I think I'm safe from Kyler's mouth, Sarah shows up and announces sweaty titties. I shit you not. You know, I swear worse than anybody. But there's a time and a place. 
I mean, I'm here on a show and you, you, you know, I'm going to swear. There's a warning when you click on it that says this guy swears like an asshole. people surrounding us she's announcing her tits sweat fuck me um there was a guy there in the stands who had a uh, this is faith and family night and he was walking around with this he he went and purchased 14 he purchased this for about fourteen hundred dollars it's this zombie insane old puppet that you put around your waist and it's it's just creepy as shit. Hey everybody, Doug here with VFX and this is my friend Psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's done. Okay. Okay, it it's it's like a full-size clown with his legs around it's you you bungee the legs around you and then you it's it's got like you can put your hand in it. It looks like it's just hanging on to you because there's a fake arm. It just fucked up. He's walking around with that. And there's it's faith and family night. What the fuck? So I don't know what's worse. Guy walking around with the stupid giant puppet around his waist. Or, or, or uh, fucking Sarah announcing that she has sweaty titties. Maureen suggests the clown. Yeah, this is, this could, you could put Maureen around your waist. And we've sold a lot online where people don't see them at shows and they don't really know where all the buttons and everything is to work. Oh God, that's horrible. Uh, when we, Linda says it sounds just like her. We had like pit passes, so you could wander over into the infield where they uh, where they you know keep the uh, trucks, uh, trucks and cars I should say, and the haulers and shit like that. And then during the um, uh, event, they had the 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 kids on these like ten year old kids in their mini wedge cars, like super super high powered go karts, and uh, they they have points and they they keep track of the points and they they race. And uh, there's a brother sister team. Who I remember last year I talked about them. Uh, they're 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 back at it, and the brother uh, put the sister into the wall. How great is that, you know? And then shortly thereafter, I was in the infield, and I was hanging out with driver Adam Kasari, who uh, I struck up. I had he played smarter than a dumber than a former or smarter than a former drug dealer trivia recently, and I was chit chatting with him. And the, the girl, her uh, hauler for her little mini wedge car was right next to Kasari. And she pulls up in her car after she, her brother just put, it, put her into the wall. And then, she's a little girl. She's a nine-year-old girl. She gets out. She throws her fucking helmet. And I hear, he does it every week. He does it every week. <laughs> Sounded like Kenny every time I blast out a Z-Speed mobile mechanic joke. <laughs> well, things are back to normal around here, I see. It was fantastic. Made my night.
Fire up north. I got so many people reaching out to me. Was this, is this fear bunker north? Is that on fire? Now, uh, it's not far, but it's safe. Fear bunker north is safe. Uh, where I am is probably like, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 miles away. And they have that fire under control now, but it started, uh, on somebody's private property. So not unlike what I, what would, cause you can still have campfires up there, but they want you to be extremely careful. What you are supposed to do is you are supposed to have a shovel near the fire pit and a water source. And when the fu- you're done enjoying the campfire, they want you to put the fire out. What that means is you dump several gallons of water, stir, 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 more water, stir, stir, stir. If you put your hand over it, and it's not an ashy soup. If it's an ashy soup and there's no heat that it can uh, burn your hand or if there's any warmth whatsoever, it's a potential problem. You got to make it so it's like cold as ice. Knock it off! See, she's biting the shit out of him. If you don't do that, you run a risk that the fire could pop And if that happens, it's going to hit something very, very dry because it hasn't rained in Michigan in one month. Like like legit, one month it hasn't rained. So it's a fucking desert out there. And um, it's so dry. Now, up there, it's just... I mean, here it's bad enough with grass burning. You'll see grass fires on the side of the road because... Something like a hubcap flies off a car, causes a spark. It will ignite the grass. Not even kidding you. Um, if you have, if you're pulling a trailer and you have a chain that's touching the ground, um, it's going to start a fire. It's going to cause a spark. Piece of hot metal is going to fly off and it's going to land on the side of the road and it will start a fire, grass fire. Um, if you're up north, it's like that times a hundred because you're surrounded by the driest place ever. It's drier than a former Zaniac's vagina. Uh, so these people on private property, they're having a campfire and sure enough. Now I just told you all the things that has to happen when you have a campfire up North. This is what I did a week before. When we all went to bed, okay, the fire was, I think, hotter than five uh, times the temperature of the sun. And when it came time to go to bed, we then got up from our chairs and went to bed. Notice I didn't tell you all of those things that you should do before you go to bed at your campfire. We didn't do any of that shit. Not only did we not have, did we do any of that shit, Stir, stir, pour, pour, make sure it's cool. We didn't like have any water nearby. We didn't have a shovel. Well, we had a shovel nearby so we could uh, uh, move logs around in the fire. But I would say that um, that could very easily have been all of us at Fair Bunker North where we burned the whole fucking forest down. I'm not even kidding you. So this serves as a reminder to your old pal Eric Zane that Um, that could very easily have been us. We need to be more careful because that's how this one started. Private property, same thing, campfire. And then the next thing you know, there's 3000 acres burning. Now that isn't that gigantic, 
3,000 acres is not a, but uh, it was spreading rapidly. And that area is so fucking isolated that you can't get trucks in there to put it out. You got to fly shit over and like, you know, uh, dropping the fire uh, retardant shit uh, on the fire. They're doing flyovers of that shit. That's how they have to put it out there because there's, there's no roads anywhere. You just, just fucking, you, people get, people make their own roads. Hey, we got to go to the store. I'll just drive through the woods. It's remarkable. Hold on a second. Darla, leave him alone. God damn it. Poor Bruce. She's chewing on his face. Look at him. All he wants to do is rest. And this asshole is chewing on his face. Watch. If I lean in to sneak up a kissy, she's going to try to bite me. See? She will bite the shit right out of your face. He's trying to bite me again. Oh, fuck away from me. Now she's going to attack O'Neal. I might have to end this show. Come on. No, yeah, now she's attacking. You can't see her, but she's biting O'Neal's ears. Stop! No! It's okay, O'Neal. These poor guys, they get beat. They, she beats the shit out of them. Okay. Patreon is moments away. I have my asshole today. Stop doing that. Leave him alone. Uh, thank you to Sarah Honda Granville. They're online at sarahhondagranville.com. Go there and buy a car. I love them so much. They just signed up for another quarter of marketing. I'm so very, very, very thankful to have them as I am all of the fantastic sponsors on this show. S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com. Test drive a brand new Honda today. They're on Kennewa, just north of 44th. They also have a massive inventory, the biggest in Michigan, of certified pre-owned cars. Those are like a year or two old, still under warranty. They're awesome. You can drive away on one of those today. Uh, Sarah, or in one of those today, Sarah Honda Granville. As always, the immortal Rick from TC Paintball, busy as a bee, he is over there. Uh, schedule an event today at TC Paintball and get ready for fun. Uh, yeah, think out of the box. Do something different with the kiddos. They will love this. I'm telling you, your kids are going to have so much fun. And when they do fall in love with it, there's a fully stocked pro shop there for you to uh, get them a gun or her a gun. TCPaintballGR.com. Love them. Darwin and Kent over at uh, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. I got this to say today. Um, actually, let me, I, I'm not even going to wrap the show up. I got to tell you this story. Uh, yesterday um, was a charity event that I attended at King's Room Barbershop on Northland Drive, north of GR. And, um, the idea was 
can uh, get people who have long hair to come there. They put it in a pony. They cut. They cut the hair and then they donate the pony to an organization called uh, called Maggie's Wigs for Kids Michigan. It's a nonprofit where they take the hair and then create wigs for young people who are experiencing um, treatment that causes for whatever illnesses that cause them to lose their hair. You know, can you imagine of all the things, I mean, it's bad enough. You got to fight cancer for God's sake or whatever it is, cause you to lose your hair, but then you're a kid and you know, that that's tough on a kid. So they, they make these real wigs out of real hair and they do a great job doing it. So, uh, Jason Eller, a pal of mine, musician and concrete worker, he's awesome. Uh, he came up with the idea for locks for rock show up at King's room, have like a carnival type atmosphere. Um, uh, what do you call it? Silent auction, 50, 50 bounce house, food truck bands performing and people with long hair. Uh, their previous record was 26 ponies. They, what did Andy say? Andy Skyver and his better half Colleen sent me a text. Uh, let's see. We are donating 33 on-site ponytails and another 60 we've cut in the last four months. 93 total, just shy of $2,800 raised by donations, raffles, and auctions. That is great. And can't, I was reminded of this because uh, I was talking about Johnson Carbon One Discount Outlet. Kent dropped the E at a U. He heard about me talking about this last week. He heard me talking about this last week, and he said, oh, man, I might bring my son over there um, because, and he's young. He's a young dude because he's got long hair, and uh, maybe we can convince him to donate the pony. And so, you know, we're talking like school-aged. I don't know his exact age. I don't know, man, 10, maybe. Uh and he shows up, the whole family, four kids and his wife. And the kid, the one is like, oh, man, I don't know. He was bumming. He didn't know if he wanted to do it. He was like, ah, oh, shit. You know, I, when you're a kid, everything's a big deal. So he wasn't sure about it. He wasn't, he wasn't, just not, was not happy with, with this whole turn of events. And no one made him do it, you know. He just kind of did it on his own. But he, he was reluctant at, at best, at first. And then they cut the hair. And uh, he realized what it was going for. And then they like styled his hair and made him look all fresh. And uh, he's like, oh man, this is the greatest thing in the world. I was like, you know, that's fucking great. I'm so happy that he did that. Uh, thank you, Kent. And the Kent dropped the E at a U family for being, they did was a whole family event. All of them came there. It was great. There was three bands, Jake versus Jake, Jason Eller and the stray hairs. And, uh, the next who I really like, I liked all those bands, but the next had this lady singer whose voice was so powerful. I just fell in love with her. There's something about a woman who's can sing so strong and makes them unbelievably attractive. Now she actually was physically super attractive too. So that made it really spectacular. But 
even if she had like a knife in her head and someone threw acid on her face, I think I still would have been attracted to her because of how strong of a singer she was. So that's kind of a weird synopsis of what happened. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. You guys are awesome. Go see Kent. Drop the E at a U. And um, you have the biggest selection anywhere in the state of deep discounted flooring. All different major manufacturers. All the best styles. Deep discounted because they buy so much of it at once. Mention my name when you go there and save an additional 10%. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Last but not least, racing at Berlin. We talked about them. It was great racing this past weekend. I really enjoyed that. We stayed all the way to the end. BerlinRaceway.com for the next set of races. I'm pretty sure we got Father's Day festivities. Uh, Buy your tickets at BerlinRaceway.com. Let's see. You got the money in the bank race going on Wednesday. All right. Now, this is a big purse. So the money in the bank happens Wednesday of this week. Tickets for that event are 20 bucks. As are the tickets for Saturday's race on the following Saturday. Not the, not the one right after that, but like on the 17th. So races this weekend are Wednesday. For the money in the bank, adult tickets, 20 bucks. Kids, 15 and under free, parking free. BerlinRaceway.com. Darla's finally chilled out. Thank God. Man, she gets going. It's like, oh, fuck. Uh, If not for the people or what I'm writing down right now, Darla could have been asshole of the day. Uh, but your TC paintball asshole of the day today are the bigots. Goodbye, bigots. Glad you're gone. Don't come back. Thank you for unfollowing the show. I'll be on Patreon a little while later on. In just a little bit, I should say. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you are enjoying the free podcast, do this for me. Please. Get a free seven-day membership to Patreon. You can see today's Patreon bonus podcast. You can get access to the Lost Zane recordings from May of 2017 that I just posted from the WBBL radio show, the best radio show no one ever heard of, that no one listened to. Uh, And that's just today. Basically, today, you got three and a half additional uh, uh, hours of content. Try it free now. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You do need to put a payment form in there. Uh, If you like it, just let it go and it'll pay. Uh, Or you can uh, convert to a yearly and I'll take 10% off. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. A lot of people have been super happy with the uh, free trial because they try it and then they're like, oh yeah, well, fuck yeah. This, this This is everything he promised and more. Underprice over deliver. Don't miss shows. Post it on time, every time. I wanted to share one more thing with you that just popped into my brain. 
Cody is another person on my uh, on the Reddit page, which is quickly becoming my Reddit page. The only thing that people post that's interesting on the Free Beer and Hot Wings med, uh, Reddit page is stuff about me. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, another day passed late last week, Friday, where my old pals on Free Beer and Hot Wings did not post their show. Now, I used to do that job. I used to do it segment by segment. I did it while the show was going on. It's easy. Back when I did it seven years ago, uh, we didn't have the uh, uh, capacity to schedule back then. You just had to be in the studio to do it. Well, for whatever reason, they didn't post their show. Cody, and by the way, uh, Patrick in South Carolina got banned. Cody writes, well, as usual, the EZ podcast went off today and generated content. And then he writes, while he was on vacation, how can only one person do this? And then the usual suspects bash me. This guy says, well, Eric's got a flexible schedule, more time to do it. No huge amount of family and kids to take of, to take care of. <clears throat> Cody writes, flexible schedule? Nope. It's done the same time every day. Same hours as any other radio show. No huge amount of family? Nope. Three dogs and a puppy that needs to be let out once an hour. Three kids, one going through college, two grandkids, a brother-in-law that he takes care of, a dad and stepmother, and various other family, which all have been interacted with in the last week. Not one minute of show missed. The facts are Free Beer and Hot Wings do not care about any of you and are only after whatever gets them a dollar and damned anything that gets in the way. Been that way since the show became syndicated. Five people. All who claim to be content producers or hosts willingly allow their membership details to lure in listeners with thinking they will get so much more content than sit on their fat paid asses, meanwhile not lifting a finger to give you what you paid for, when in fact they only need to put out the radio bare minimum to, get, to keep the networks happy, fulfill obligations with stations, and rake in the dough, which is where the real money comes from. The petty amount made from memberships isn't shit in comparison, so they have made an easy road for themselves. Produce a bare minimum of show, which can be listened to for free, then trick people into paying for more. Here is your results of the easy road. The writing is on the wall. The show is through. It will wind up fizzling out and do either the, just like Bob and Tom, John Boy and Billy, etc., etc. One man whom everyone sees as a failure is the one going strong and consistent as ever without a team of useless wash-ups. Good day. Holy fuck. I tell you what, that made I had some wind in my sails after that one. Thank you, Cody, for fucking them right in the butt. Oh, my God. Okay. Kent's son is eight. What are their names again? You got Liam, Cole, uh, Jude. Jude got his hair cut. Yes, Jude. And then uh, Angus, Cole, Liam, 
Jude. It's either Angus or Malcolm. Or maybe Magnus. What's that kid's name? Oh, Bo. B-E-A-U. How could I fucking forget Bo? God damn it. Look at those names, though. Those are fantastic names. It's B-O-Bo, not B-E-A-U. Bo. God, I love those names. Cole, Liam, Jude, and Bo. There isn't anything about those names. Those are all names of kids who are going to be like leaders of Fortune 500 companies and shit. No, it is Bo. B-E-A-U? All right. B-E-A-U. That's my show today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll talk to you down the road. Love you. Bye. Bye.